Now, let's talk about optimizing this content a little bit more. Pop-up Domination by Michael Dunlop is a great software tool that makes good-looking pop-ups. So I've put these on some of my sites, and it actually allows you to collect people's details by popping out and graying out the rest of the site. Now, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can just embed uh, video sales pages onto your site. Remember we talked about EZS3 in the content module? Well, if you're using Optimized Press like this site, you can actually just put a sales video and ask people to opt in and get free training or whatever else. This is really your list building machine because remember the money page is about getting people to do what you want. Another great way to do it is to put an offer. We call this an inline opt-in. So you offer that e-cover report that we had made in the content section. You tell people why it's a good idea to get it and you ask for their email address. When we get to the traffic section, I'm going to teach you how I get affiliates sending me traffic to this. And this one is really amazing. I actually pay people 50 cents or a dollar to send me people's email addresses and it works fantastically well. I've also designed a button that converts very, very well and it's called the Shramco button and anyone can use it for free. I posted about that once on Internet Marketing Speed. Here's another inline form on our Freedom Ocean podcast. You can see it's on the right-hand side there, just simply asking for people's first name and email address. Now, I'm going to show you some statistics in a minute that are quite interesting. So to put that form, I just log into AWeber and fill out all the details. It actually guides you through the steps. AWeber will actually give you a little snippet a little JavaScript snippet that you just paste onto your website. Once you get that snippet, you go into Appearance, Widgets, and then you paste it into the widget on the sidebar. And that's it. If you have a Lightbox form, which I'm about to show you, then you would paste that into your stats or software scripts. Now, this is what a Lightbox is. You can see the website there looks normal. But after a while, it fades to black, and then the opt-in form appears, and it's pretty much the only option. Now, when you compare the two, here's the stats we found on our first 3,000 visits. The sign-up to display for the inline form was 4.8%, which is actually okay, and the sign-up to display for the light box was 10.6%, so it's more than twice as effective. So if you're not using a Weber light box or pop-up domination, you might want to consider that on your website. Now, here's another suggestion. You might want to remove dates from evergreen site posts. Now, what's evergreen? You probably hear a lot about this because a lot of marketers have only just discovered that you can actually create content that lasts for a long time. Who would have thought? Uh, of course, I've known this for six years, and most of my websites have quietly been ticking over. And in a lot of cases, I actually remove the date. Here's an example of a post that does have the date on it, and this over time will actually become older and older, and perhaps the response will reduce. So if we want to get rid of that date, then we could actually change the dates. We could actually go into the WordPress blog, and occasionally we could actually just update this date and make it newer, or we can make a small modification to the template and remove the date altogether. And I've done that on quite a few of my blogs in fact, on one of my blogs, I haven't really posted for about six months, but it still looks quite new and I'm still getting 
over a thousand visits a day to that blog and they probably don't read the dates in most cases. Now you want to note down your RSS feed URL, that's that orange thing, because it's going to be really important. You want to go to feedburner.com if you haven't already and actually submit your blog feed there because it's owned by Google and that means that it's going to really help you get found. Once you've got it, go along to your thesis site options if you're using thesis and put it in the feed burner section. This will give you a little bit of a boost. Okay, when it comes to adding content, let's just do a quick uh, overview of how you might go about that. You've got blog posts, and when it comes to blog posts, again, you want to put the posts showing as a summary on your homepage of a blog and put the keywords in it. So this one again, the keyword I was really trying to rank for was optimize press, and I've got a very good ranking for that and I also picked up some good rankings for Kajabi and when we go to the conversion section I'm going to show you some of the results I got in terms of what search phrases drove traffic to this blog but it was very powerful. Now when you put a post you have the option to select categories so you want to tick at least two categories but I don't mind ticking three or four. That just means that it's going to show up in a few different places on your website relating to that particular theme. You might have heard of things like siloing, but in this case, just think of it like a filing cabinet. What filing drawers would you put this blog post in? The other option you have is tags. So for this post, I get to tag it with key phrases that are relevant to the actual post. Now, I put James Dyson, who's the author of it. Remember I told you in research that you want to use author names. I've put the product name, Kajabi and Optimize Press, because they're key products in the marketplace that people are searching for. And I put WordPress, because that's also one of the product names. And I put Kajabi Review. Now, I could have gone for gold and put Optimize Press Review as well, but no one was searching for Optimize Press Reviews when it first came out because they didn't actually know it existed. I should point out, I put this out when Kajabi was launched and Optimized Press was virtually unheard of. Now, how would you actually label your blog post if you were to do one of those dinotapes? Because that's what you would put on the tags. And where possible, use research keywords. Okay, so when we come back to leverage, I'm going to show you how I'll take the data that we got from this post and really optimize it again. Post layouts. Use a lot of pictures. Pictures drive visuals and people love pictures. So I make sure that every post has a picture in it. I get a much better response. I get more comments. I get people really relating to the content. And much like this presentation has a lot of pictures in it. People like pictures use loads of pictures. Okay, And don't be afraid of a long blog post. Link the images to the homepage of the blog or put an affiliate link Again, we'll cover more of that in the leverage section, but you want to actually link your pictures to your blog. Don't let the picture link to the picture. That's a waste of a picture. So either link the picture to your blog post or to the homepage or use an affiliate link to the resource you're recommending. Now, you also want to chunk the copy. People hate reading long, long bits of copy, so chunk it into little paragraphs. So here's an example of that. 
you can see for this particular blog post, and you're welcome to go and look at it, it's all chunked into little bits and pieces. Little subheadline chunk, subheadline chunk. Very easy to read. It flows nicely. And use lots of bullets. Bullets are really powerful and compelling. So here's an example of a post with lots of bullets in it. People will definitely appreciate it when you lay your content out in bullets. Okay, sidebar widgets. These are pretty cool. Of course, the most important sidebar widget at the moment for most people will be things like a link to your app, your social media icons, and your Facebook. These things are going to help you really get traffic going to your other properties, especially your YouTube channel, your Facebook channel, and your Twitter channel. You don't necessarily want to leak them off there, so I recommend that you consider opening them in a new window. And you want to maximize the bottom of your posts. I found one of the most effective things to do is to use the Related Posts plugin and also go for another opt-in. Use the free report opt-in, but also put Related Posts. That way, after they've read this post, if they're still there, they're going to find the Related Posts that are similar to the topic they just read about. Now, in order for us to really make a difference with our content and our structure and to get the right traffic and to optimize it, we really need to measure because what gets measured is more likely to get done. So you'll see in the next few modules how stunning this technique is. It is absolutely important if you want to really get those extra profit dollars. Just like in any other endeavor, like trying to lose weight, you've got to pull out the tape measure and you've got to do some sort of analytics Luckily for us, Google has an excellent analytics unit. It's the right price as well. It's actually free. This is what it looks like. If you're not already signed up, go and sign up for it. If you Google the tool URL builder from Google, you'll get this Google Analytics URL builder. You put in your website address here that you want to send traffic to. This, is, this should be the website that you have your analytics on. You put in the campaign source, say uh, Facebook, campaign medium, that would be social, campaign term, that would be identifying the keywords that you're using, campaign content, that would be the particular campaign that you're using or your ad, and the campaign name, so that could be uh, launch, phase one or phase two, etc. Hit generate URL and you get a special analytics website address. And that will show up in your analytics account now, telling you all of these fields. Now I've got this handy URL key, and this is where we've actually put an index of the different websites that we use or the different sources, the, the campaign source, the campaign medium, the campaign term we punch in there whenever we use the tool, and then what type of content, you know, what layer it is, and whether it's direct uh, or a specific tool. Using this keyword tool, we can actually get some amazing data. Now I've put this in the paid members area and you can access the Excel template for tracking your own campaigns. This is what it looks like. So using the different sources, we can actually log into our analytics and see where our traffic came from, which is very, very good. 
Now, you might want to shorten the links, and you want to use a search engine-friendly shortener. So if you want to use lnx2.co, you're certainly welcome to use that. You can use anything else. But some of the web properties, you might want to shorten the link because it does give you quite a long extension. This will not lose the search engine factor. It will pass through. Now, how trackable is this traffic? You can see here I've got a very good idea of the source and the medium for this website and also for this one. And I can guarantee you that almost every internet marketer is not tracking their analytics to this level. And that's because they haven't bothered or they don't know how. And you can see it's pretty obvious once you track to this level that you can simply reverse engineer where all of your traffic's coming from and go and get more just like it. You can also tell which tools of yours are getting you the traffic and making the difference. And you know what's even better? You can actually track which ones caused your sales. And that is pretty awesome stuff. And we're going to talk about that in the conversion section. So I'm looking forward to going through that in detail. So believe me, when we're talking about the spaghetti bowl, we know that it is 100% based on results because we've been tracking it and we can tell. It's very exciting when you can log into analytics and actually see what your goal conversions are for brand new sites where you can see your percentages and you can see the actual goal value escalating. So I'm going to teach you how to set them in one of the next modules. So just a quick recap here based on this site module. You should have your own domain, whether it's a used domain or a new domain. You should be building using WordPress. That way you will have a search engine friendly, well-structured site with plenty of power to take advantage of all the different traffic options, the correct post layout, the right tags, the right search engine title, the right page names and podcasting and image iframe hacks. Everything's possible with WordPress. You should be structuring your content well to make sure that it's relevant, it's search engine friendly, it's chunked, it's got pictures, and you want to optimize your content ready for conversions by making sure that you can collect email addresses. You've used every square inch of your real estate properly and that it's got all the right terms. And of course, please track links. Whenever you link to your site, whenever you link to a money page, track them using Google Analytics, the Google URL tool, and a link cloaking if possible. Now it's time to get links. For more targeted traffic tips, visit www.trafficgrab.com. <laughs>